Hello, universe! It is Sunday, the 17th of December, which means we are one week away from Christmas Eve, eight days away from Christmas, 15 days away from New Year's, and I guess that's all I got for calendar considerations, but considering that we are deep in the days of Christmas, well... Celebrate the 12 days of Christmas we will with, well, it was going to be the 12 dabs of Christmas, but it turns out I've got 24. So we'll just have to double down on every day. So as we open with a little strawberry cough. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that'll get your 12 drummers drumming. Pause. All right. So the first <laughs> dab of Christmas is down. Hang on, let's get a sip here. <sighs> Alright. So now's a good time to turn off your swear meter, because I'm going to swear a lot. To speed up your playback, because I talk slowly. And to uh, allow your mind to uh, uh, go elastic a little, because the concepts of which today will be uh, the main material... Are a little out there. So, um, here's what I plan on doing. We're going to... Well, first I have to revisit my... <clears throat> my list of guilty pleasure songs. Because, well, I fucked up. I left two huge oversights out of the list. And number one on that list is Hanson Mbop. Which, if that's not the definition of a guilty pleasure... I really don't know what is. Because I'm sure the definition of a guilty pleasure is no longer train 50 ways to leave your lovers or 50 ways to say goodbye. The truth is, uh, I like train. I like train like I like uh, uh, who? Peter Gabriel or I don't know who else. But my point is, that can't be a guilty pleasure because it's not a song I'm embarrassed that I like. Nor is it a group that I'm embarrassed that I like. Nor does it have any kind of connotation of, dude, that song is uh, 40 years old and nobody even listens to it anymore. There's just nothing about that song that belonged on my list. So off it came. <clears throat> Which brought the list down to 19 because I miscounted initially and I had 20. So now that I'm down to 19, I'm going to add in Mbop by Hanson. That's going to take me to 20. I also have to add in Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok. Hello. Yeah, that song, uh, that song, uh, ever since, even with the Mandela effect shit, I still love that song. So, yeah, Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok. <clears throat> so, to get my list back down to 19, because either that or I had to up it to 29 or 23, well, I didn't have the one or the, the Guilty Pleasure songs to elevate my quantity to 23. So reduce I had to, and this is when I said, okay, I got to take Lily Allen off here. Especially because Lily Allen, I like, like, I like Peter Gabriel or Train. They're just certain artists who I can put their entire album collection on and just listen to all of it and then hit repeat. She's one of them. So again, that just doesn't, make her a guilty pleasure. I introduce people to Lily Allen who don't know her because you should know her. So off she came, which left me with, is there anything else on here or do I actually have a list of 20? 
And that's when I said, goodbye, modern English. I'll stop the world and melt with you. Because, again, that's just a good classic rock song. So what if they were a one-hit wonder to me? I'm not embarrassed that I like that song. Hell, I would play that song at my wedding. So, there you go. The new list is The Farm, All Together Now, or Groovy Train. Take your pick. Pussycat Dolls, Dosha. Kesha, Take It Off. Kesha and Pitbull, Timber. Sigh with Gangnam Style. Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's Mom. Farrell Williams, Happy. Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok. Dolly Parton, 9 to 5. Michelle Branch, All You Wanted. Spice Girls, Say You'll Be There. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again. Fatboy Slim, Don't Let the Man Get You Down. More Chiba, Rome Wasn't Built in a Day. Coldplay, Viva La Vida. Or, Viva La Vida. And then Hanson Mbop, followed by Freedom 90 by George Michael. Those 19 guilty pleasures, well, they make me smile. So, list corrected. Now it's 19. Now it's the right songs. Now I feel good about it. Now it's time to take a dab of what's next? Kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. Pause. Oh, yeah, that kitchen sink is good stuff. Um, okay. So, to tie up the 12 drummers drumming, um, with each day of Christmas, I wanted to uh, highlight a current mystery or conundrum in my life that I don't have explanations for. So, starting with, what's with the stars? And the curiosity here are the disappearing stars. The ones that turn off. What's up with that? And why are there so many of them? If you go look at what astronomy is discovering in having a blanket view of the sky that it's never had before, plus computers to crunch the data to look for the anomalies. Well, one of the more startling anomalies is that stars are disappearing. They're going out. And an even weirder anomaly are stars that return after they've gone out. And the weirdest anomaly of all is that star, I can't remember the name of the astronomer who's found it, but it's like Lauren's star or something where the light is fluctuating severely. Like something is circling it, causing the light to diminish and increase depending on where the circulating quote-unquote Dyson sphere currently exists. There's no real explanation for this star's pattern of light. Now, what gets even more interesting is that there are repetitive codes coming off light stars that are being deciphered through shifts in the uh, color spectrum of the light itself. And these codes are transmitting numerical data that's, that's communicating. So, <clears throat> all of this is true. It's all happening. So, what the fuck's going on with the stars? That's my first question. I don't have any answers, but that is a big mystery that I would like to sink my teeth into. So, will we get any real answers from anybody who is studying the phenomenon? I doubt it. But the phenomenon exists, which means, again, this world's more mystical than we know. 
This world is many things, many of which we are completely obscured from. Pause. Unpause. Okay, so... Uh, 11 Pipers Piping, by the way. I got it right. I just didn't get it in the right order. Or I never uh, committed to it being 11. But I have now learned the 12 Days of Christmas. I'll not know it again next year, don't get me wrong. But I know it now, which is 12 Drummers Drumming, 11 Pipers Piping, and for a little preview, we'll be heading off to 10 Lords of Leaping. 9, 8, and 7 to come after that. But while we sit here on 11 Pipers Piping, no joke necessary... Well, we're going to hit the uh, Space Queen and the Cheetah Piss. Sounds good to me. I'll go hit those, and then after that, we're going to talk about why are there pyramids on every continent? Unpause. And no, the answer isn't because everybody came up with it simultaneously on separate continents just to uh, fucking make a miracle of what can happen in this universe. No. Come on. Pause. You know, I'm doing the last dab of Cheetah Piss. Which, when I think about all the Frankie piss I've had to clean out of my laundry and other <clears throat> house-saturated surfaces, like my tennis racket cover. Anyway, point is, I seem to be eradicating cat piss from my life wherever I look. Joke over. Pause. But this Space Queen Live Sugar? Oh my. This is top three of what I've currently got right now. This is some fucking great shit. So, looking forward to getting my queen a little spacey. Pause. Alright. <coughs> Whoa. Pause. <coughs> Unpause. Alright. Now, <clears throat> of course the answer is simple. The answer is <clears throat> because there was a civilization that built pyramids that had worldwide coverage. And they are ancient. Pause. Okay, I think I've stopped coughing. But taking over the role of Strawberry Cough today was Space Queen. Of course, I dabbed way more Space Queen than I should have because, frankly, when I've got the best shit in the fucking box, I tend to overindulge. But that <clears throat> point, re regardless, God, I'm getting high. Um, the pyramids on every continent. And I wouldn't be surprised to find that we find them on Antarctica. <coughs> the point is, there's so much evidence for a civilization of global reach from the ancient past that denying it is the obtuse point of view. What you have to start to question is, okay, was it one civilization concurrently dominating all five continents? Six with Australia, but Australia sort of counts. But it doesn't mean that there's not shit in Australia that's that's megalithic and points to Egypt and all sorts of other um, civilizational reach. <clears throat> However you want to look at it, the world has been uh, a shrunken globe as it sits today <clears throat> before. Now, <clears throat> what that means, I'm, I'm not comfortable speaking what I think it means because what I think it means has all come from my dreams. I have no factual backup for believing that the pyramid is 450,000 years old, but I think it is 450,000 years old. And if you start to think, well, if that's possible, then the stuff in Peru is just as old, if not older. And again, if you're thinking of stone, especially stone of the sort of masonry quality that 
has been built in Peru and of what the Great Pyramid has achieved. How old could it be? It could be hundreds of millions of years old. The Sphinx itself is an intriguing mystery. There's no reason to think the Sphinx is only 10,000 years old. The Sphinx could easily be hundreds of thousands of years old. It's cut into bedrock. The whole Giza Plateau is cut into bedrock. And what that means is, <clears throat> instead of clearing stuff away and then piling up rock in some sort of fashion of architectural uh, uh, foundation, <clears throat> no, you're cutting away the bedrock to create a platform on which you're going to build this structure of the whole Giza Plateau. To think that this is the kind of thing that people who were hunting with spears were achieving, or hunting with bow and arrow, or fucking pounding rock with bronze tools, copper tools. It just isn't what it is. It's the kind of... It's the kind of of engineering project that is so enormous and mathematically necessary to be precise to the to a kind of precision that we're not capable of today. We have the technology to measure the precision of what they achieved, but we don't have the capability to reproduce it, especially in the materials they were working with. All of this is just again more than you need to say, yeah, what the fuck does ancient earth really have? What does it hold? Because it doesn't hold what we're being told. Not even a little bit. Pause. So if you want to put something in your Piper's Pipes, <clears throat> put in the old, yeah, wait a second. Uh, what is up with all this? precision and accuracy that was achieved in materials like <clears throat> like granite and frankly how did how did they create the stone bases how'd they do it how'd they bore out stone into the shape of a vase how do you do that how how do you even do it what's the machine look like this is a Jules Verne type question what do you have, some spinning blade that has retractable? I mean, and then to be able to, the, the, the precision of the, of the wall of millimeters consistently thick in a vase made of diorite. How do you do it? You can't do it today. So, the pyramids are just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, God, I love that metaphor right there. Pause. Unpause, pause. Okay. To Lords of Leap, and we go. Ten of them. Um, for the two dabs on the tenth day of Christmas, we're doing some Gary Payton sugar wax and some Golden Goat wax. Be right back. Unpause. Um, the Golden Goat is... Well, I do love Golden Goat, but I'm, I'm uh, delaying because, frankly, I am getting high... So, as I look down at this Gary Payton, I think, you look pretty good, my friend, and I do like Gary Payton, plus I love the Sonics when you were on that team. Okay, here we go. I'll be right back. Pause. Unpause. Okay. 
Um, so I'm six dabs into the 12 dabs of Christmas, but since it's really the 24 dabs of Christmas, well, we're only at 10, uh, Lords of Leapin. And of all the things that would be hard to give to somebody, the Piper's Piping, the Lords of Leapin, the Drummer's Drumming, I think Lords of Leapin would win. Ladies Dancing is even easier than Lords of Leapin. First of all, where would you find 11 or 10 Lords? And... Well, I'm going to stop here because all the jokes that are coming are mediocre. On to why can't we circumnavigate the globe north-south? Why can't we fly over both poles as a round tripper? Why is it not allowed? It's literally not allowed. Governments will not allow that to happen. You can't fly over the North Pole, period. So... Why? It's spooky that that's some sort of agreed upon restriction for anybody who lives on this planet. I was born on planet Earth. There's nowhere on planet Earth I don't have a right to go. Simple as that. All right, well, since that was such a quick one, hmm, what do I want to pick off the list now? Uh, those are all hardcore. So we'll go with Bruce Banner. And since we're picking Bruce Banner off the top list, we might as well pick Pepe Le Bruce off the bottom list. Pepe Le Bruce and Bruce Banner, <clears throat> you're queuing up. And just to tempt you on subject matter material, well, this one will be, dude, I mean, you believe in guardian angels, dream traveling, life plans that are fulfilling themselves, past lives, Soul Ascension? You're a kook. Uh, yeah, I can see that point of view. But let me take a couple dabs to really think about it. Unpause. Unpause. All right. Pepe Le Bruce and Bruce Banner down. Next round will be, well, why not Super Boof? And uh, Sumo Dream. There you go. Look forward to it. We all should. Alright, Super Boof and Sumo Dream coming up, but that's not until I answer for, dude, you're a kook. Yeah, I do feel like a kook. Um, and, and sometimes I think, well, have I just cool-worlded my way into some sort of delusional, hmm... Um, moment of reckoning for humanity at its least admirable. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't sit here. The, when I tell you not to listen, it's because I don't have anything of value to tell. I am struggling just to make sense of a life of my own. Now, Having found fulfillment and a lot of destiny in realizing who I am and being able to express that completely, it's it's still not a key to unlocking the mysteries of the universe or anything of the sort. But I do feel comfort in the vision of the persistence of all of us, that we're not just here in 
random this is as far as it takes us sort of um lifetimes the the <clears throat> the variety of ways i think you can end up living through a life oh even over and over again i just i i see now that the eternity of life adventures means everything here though valuable and of the utmost importance earth is a platform on which you are learning at the highest level but it's still just soul school and there's nothing about it for you to get caught up in with your ego you can't triumph as better than others you can only assist everybody in finding exactly who they are and how to express that here in a way that brings them fulfillment and so the kooky shit believing in the guardian angel okay the guardian angel is just a nice little framework of storytelling and a paradigm of characterization that allows for my arch nemesis and I to have, what can I call them, uh, gentle comic book tropes. If I'm the one-sheet tender and she's the guardian angel, I don't see how that's anything but Muppet playful. And that's all it's meant to be. There's no disrespect here. And speaking of no disrespect, I woke up this morning pissed off because I'd had a number of dreams with my goddamn guardian angel in them. And I don't mean to say goddamn there, but the dreams were so pedestrian. They were the kind of dreams that I always, or always, I not, I couldn't do anything about it. I was stuck in these dreams. There was no lucid dreaming coming whatsoever. No, we were experiencing picking up a cake that then <clears throat> when we went to the next place where we were supposed to get a list of groceries, driving around the parking lot looking for a place that would allow for the car to be not in the direct sun was impossible. So then the cake was going to get uh, melty. So, I mean, it was just that kind of dream. And then I had another one where we were planting something in and by planting i mean like like clearing out an area and then laying some ground cover like underneath this i don't know expansive trees and it didn't look like our yard because it went on it looked more like a park and i was like what are we doing this for who did we agree to do this i don't understand why we're here what are we doing and <clears throat> instead of being able to even switch anything up it was just we're here because this is what we're supposed to be doing. I'm like, that answer doesn't even make sense as I'm like following her directions exactly. And so when I say my guardian angel, number one, someone had to get me the fuck out of Home Depot. So it's an easy uh, line to draw for this character to have my best interest at heart because that was a dead end. And I knew it, but I wasn't going to do anything about it until something like this had me forced to do something about it. So there's that narrative that winds itself. And this is an angelic person. So there's that. And 
this is somebody who I think has been trapped on Earth for 10,000 cycles or 1,000 cycles or enough that there's just, there's a sadness there. Earth makes people melancholy. And so that's what I think of when I think of guardian angels. Now, you want to think I'm a nut? Yep, I get it. I'm a kook. And past lives, concurrent lives. Hell, I'm not sure that we're not living a concurrent life with the people that built the pyramids. Ha <laughs> ha Take that one and put it in your pipe, Pipers. Oh, wait, nope. We can't put it in your pipe, Pipers, because we're already, we're at ladies dancing. So the next round, which I said was going to be what? Did I already say? Super Boof and Sumo Dream? Well, that will take us to Eight Maids of Milken. And in that one, well... I'll pause that and we'll get to the subject matter here in a minute. Let me go super boof. Okay. Well, that uh, that dual combination of, what uh, was it, super boof and sumo dream? <clears throat> well, they did their job. They knocked me out for a couple hours because now it is the ripe old time of 546. <clears throat> here still on the 17th. In the p.m. of uh, December. In the year of whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> And I guess that could have made my list, but it didn't. What's next on my list here to speak about is how bioengineered food ingredients make me ill. And it's not so much they make me, like, nauseous. They make me shit splat. They're just, there's nothing healthy about them passing through my system. And now that they've ruined Triscuits and Wheat Thins and, I mean, you name it, anything of our past that was uh, even remotely wholesome, which I know many people would argue that never existed. But the lack of concern for our health that the corporations have scares me. There's absolutely no reason for the corporations to take into account what it is that we feel um, what it is that is detrimental to us, our health, our well-being. Nope. Nope, we designed an entire entity to function strictly on the pursuit of profit. So, is that a good um, topical matter for Eight Maids and Milken? Which, I do admit, would be harder to come up with than the Ten Lords of Leapin if for no other reason than the cow logistics involved. And finding eight women who know how to milk a cow. I'm not trying to dismiss women. Finding eight men who know how to milk a cow would be even harder. So, um, yeah. Eight maids of milking. Well, it's time to go back to the dab tools because we got Reno and back and OG Lime Killer calling my name. And for topical material, well, let's get into that base 12 math. Pause. Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, OG Lime Killer is, is killer. And, frankly, I wasn't too disappointed in the Reno and back. So, yeah, let's see if I can stay awake for the rest of these, right? Now that we're down to seven swans of swimming, is that right? 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, yeah. So, seven swans of swimming. And those swans are swimming inside a base 12 math, which is the math that is the calculation the universe was made in. Now, people will tell you that doesn't matter, but it does. 
there are inconsistencies in different base maths that only rear their head in those base maths. And what a base math is, we work in base 10 math. You group up 10, then you group 10 to get to 100, you group 100 to get to 1,000. So everything is 10s. And <clears throat> a base 12 math is everything is 12s. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And then 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 13, you know, up to 24. So your bases are all in 120s. And <clears throat> are they in 144s? I'd actually have to look at that. Doesn't matter. It is its own way of seeing the universe. And if we had six fingers in each hand and six toes on each foot, well, we wouldn't even necessarily need the six toes on each foot. I think if we had six fingers on each hand, we would look like a group of people who would use base 12 math. And a lot of our universes in base 12, our calendar, our, uh, our circle, so our, our geometry at some functional level is base 12, but not entirely at all. And the really curious part about base 12 math is how much it overlaps with the tonal scale of the 12 uh, notes, including the off notes of the fifths and sevenths, which are the off notes inside of base 12 math. Fascinating shit. Fascinating shit. Fascinating shit. Which I will uh, have to go find some material on because in 2024 I want to get further along with how those connect. So there you go. That is your seven swans of swimming. Your eight maids of milking was bioengineered food. Your uh, nine lords of leaping. No. Nine Ladies Dancing was, um, why can't we circumnavigate north-south? Your ten Lords of Leaping was, dude, what's up? You're a kook. Your eleven Pipers Piping was, why are there pyramids on every continent? And it all started off with twelve drummers drumming. What's with the stars, baby? What's up with the stars? Okay, so... The next round of dabs, let's see. Let's go with Blue Dream, sure. And if we're going to do Blue Dream, let's do off the bottom list, Death Star. Death Star and Blue Dream coming up. Be right back. Pause. Okay. <coughs> Got to admit, the Death Star was a little harsh. But when is the Death Star not harsh? <coughs> All right, I'm paused. <laughs> Whoa. The Blue Dream was a lot less harsh. I don't know why that just happened. Oh, I'm being favorited. Okay, so the next thing, has the earth been quarried? Like, Death Star level quarried. <clears throat> and when you say, what you talking about, Willis? What I'm saying is, go look at the evidence. Go watch a film called, There Are No Forests on Planet Earth. Yeah, you're going to have to find it on some alternative site to YouTube. And I'm not saying that you have to believe the movie. But the idea is fascinating. And if you look at the Grand Canyon, it looks a lot more like a quarried canal than it does like some sort of man-made, or I mean, nat natural phenomenon. How does rock just 
How how does it how does it get cut like that by water and look like that with such straight vertical walls? Sure looks scary to me. So could the Earth, in its four point three billion year history, have been the target of some mining civilization that saw all of our rock potential and thought? Hell yeah, bring the fleet. Uh, Yeah, that could have happened. That definitely could have happened. In fact, to think that it didn't happen is silly. Which makes everyone but me silly. Pause. Unpause. All right, that brings us down to five golden rings. Which, for those dabs, we did a Jamaican tie stick. And Super Lemon Haze. So yeah, baby. Which means I've got five more um, conundrums, mysteries, unsureds to go through here. Um, I'll start with... what? Okay, the Dropa Stones should be the five golden rings. The Dropa Stones are laser-etched stones that have data... Stored similar to not CD technology, but to uh, <clears throat> computer technology. There is binary code engraved in the disk. It is as phenomenal an artifact as can be found. Uh, and I think the fact that it was found in a cave full of short skeletons makes it even better. Now, it's been sequestered, and if you look it up on Google, I think they even say that it's um, a, uh, that the artifacts are fake, but they're not. In fact, the artifacts, I'm sure, have disappeared at this point. But the Dropa Stones. <laughs> the Dropa Stones make me think there are aliens, more than almost anything else. But if not aliens, if not aliens, then what? Seriously, the fuck was it? My money's on aliens. All right. So the Dropa Stones are my golden rings. Yes, they are. Somebody explain the Dropa Stones to me and I will be oh forever thankful that I'll put a ring on your finger. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. All right, next. What am I going to smoke? Well, if we just go down the list, which I think at this point looks like the smart way to do this. Tropicana Cherries. Here we come with Clementine Pie. And that means that our next uh, topic of conversation will be, uh, we've done that, we've done that, um, government by lottery. Pause. Okay. We have now uh, consumed the, uh, what did we just do? Tropicana cherries and Clementine pie. And that is indeed an indicator that I'm high. I'm fucking high. So, when I talk about government by lottery, what do I mean? I mean, I don't really think we have that poor of a structure. I like the checks and balances that exist if they're being utilized. I like the uh, organization of government between the House, the Senate. Just, I think we've got a lot of things right. Except how you get into those positions, which is through 
sycophancy to those with the most money. That, to me, is not a system of sound governance. And as such, what I'm thinking is, well, what if we just drew people's names out of a hat and then you went and served in government for three years and then you were uh, excused from ever having to serve again? Or you can put your name back in the hat and see if your stroke of luck happens again. Well, luck. It would just be considered your civic duty. And with so few positions, very, very few citizens would actually be called into this position. But it would happen to anybody. As long as you had the mental capacity to serve in the position, and as a counterexample of what I mean here, my cousin Jack who was under the care of full-time nurses, oftentimes too, uh, just to exist, would not be a candidate to serve in the Senate um, and would therefore be excused for medical reasons. There would be those exceptions and some other exceptions, I'm sure, but they would be for only incapacitated in the need for serving a governmental position. So with those sorts of non-exclusionary uh, policies, well, <clears throat> I would say, can we, not, um, can we not find, just from plucking people up into the honor of serving the position, some of the best among us? I bet we could. I bet it'd be that easy. Because people rise to the occasion. There's nothing I have more confidence in than people given an opportunity to be honorable and to serve in a capacity that makes them feel fulfilled inside. When those things are on the table, it's amazing how often people snatch them up. So, government by lottery. Yep. Basically, if you have a driver's license, you've got an ID... You are a walking upright, even rolling downhill, whatever kind of human you are. If you can serve for the better of humanity and this organizational structure we call the United States of America, even as a Supreme Court justice, I got all kinds of ways that I think you should be allowing random government lottery to fulfill key roles in our government, up to maybe even the president. Maybe that's the one position we elect. I don't even know. But there's my thought. Pause. Unpause. Well, this uh, Blue Train Haze to go with the superb 94 that I just had. Come here, Blue Train Haze. Well, oh. That officially takes us off of um, off of the four calling birds, which was government by lottery, to the three French hens. And I guess it's good to go French here, since wasn't this French Indochina at one point? I don't know. But the Alora Caves, and they are in India. How did they get made? Where did all the stone go? And again, how did they get made? And again, where'd all the stone go? And if you have another question, 
How did they do it? And then if you have another question, where'd all the rock go? The Allura Caves. And this, this, <laughs> this is just one of those places in India where it's like, there's absolutely no explanation. There just isn't an explanation. No one can explain that, uh, that iron pole somewhere in India that has never rusted. Come on. What's going on with that? And, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about things except the Allura Caves. The only two questions I have, how they do it, where's all the rock? So I'm wondering, um, since that's as simple as it gets, we're now down to Miami Sunset to go with Mandarin Sunset because, of course, we are. Which will leave us finishing with, uh, what are you, Platinum Cushments? Yep. Platinum Cushments and Shark Bite. So, we're down to the two calling birds. Wait, no, three, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. We're down to two turtle doves. And those turtle doves are named Mandarin Sunset and Miami Sunset. After I've seen these sunsets, I'll be right back to talk about uh, what's next on the list. What is our timeline? Unbows, unbows, pow, Okay, unbows. I am high, fucking high. Um, what is our timeline? This is an intriguing question because I know that whatever convergence is spoken of is all the timelines coming together for, again, what I believe is the diamond light event. So what is it? I do not know. I've been trying to find clues. I've been trying to figure it out for, honestly, multiple years. And, well, I don't think, obviously there was nothing ever to be done about it which is one of the reasons that I don't think there's much information to be had, because it's a foregone conclusion. Those who need to know already know. Anybody else is just here to experience it. So, with that level of um, hmm, resignation, I, uh, I assume that I am uh, not worthy. And I assume I'm not worthy of a whole bunch of shit that I ask about. Um, and <laughs> I do love watching a field goal attempt hit the uh, the cross or the upright. Um, well, no, I don't love it, but of all the random shit that happens, that happens a lot in football. Um, <clears throat> so what do I think our timeline is? I think it's one that, uh, a, we are somewhat miraculously here to even get through it was, I believe, a million to one chance, a billion to one chance. I don't even know if I don't even know if there was enough of a chance that you could bet that human humans would get past the whatever singularity thing is coming up. But I know we survive it. And in that capacity, I think shocked the galaxy. And that might be the reason that so many eyes of interest are on planet Earth to see what 
comes next. So what is our timeline? As far as I can see going forward, unknown. But with an imminent event that will forever change, if not humanity, planet Earth. And that eh, doesn't keep me up at night anymore. What are you going to do about it, right? Call me crazy. That's what I'd do. Pause. Alright, I took a big bite of that shark. Man, I am high. And that was the 23rd dab. Here comes <coughs> 24. <coughs> and that will be <coughs> Platinum Cushman's. Pause. Unpause. Okay. We have now taken... Whoa, pause. Uh, Alright. Alright. 24 uh, days of Christmas. Well, 12 days of Christmas doubled down <clears throat> because I may not do this next year. I'm not even sure I did it last year. But <clears throat> 12 dabs of Christmas seems like a natural. And when you're going to do the 12, you might as well do the 24. So as I take that last dab of Platinum Cushman's, by far the highest end pressed rosin I've got. Well, I am fucking high. So high that my last one here, well, I haven't brought it up in a while, so I guess in that way it's it's appropriate. But <clears throat> I don't understand why all of our salutations in America, at least, are, how you been? What you been up to? How's it going? What's happening? What's the news? What's the latest? We're never asking people... How, they gonna, how are you going to be? And so, I wanted to start a movement of a new salutation that as you at least say goodbye to people, but even as you say hello, instead of how you been, it's how you going to be. Let's not look at what's happened where you have no influence. Instead, let's look at what has the possibility to change, and that is everything around us. If we just believe in how we're going to be. And that is outstanding. Much better. Upbeat. Full of self-love. So, how are you going to be? That's my big contribution to humanity.